just Google pictures of fucking goats. Like, they're just like, how are you climbing that straight ass wall? Like, how are you going to the top? Nobody right. else they can climb scared. that. They, and they just keep going. Capricorns are that. Right. They don't look back. They're not scared of heights. They don't need you. I'll call you when I'm at the top. I'll let you know what floor I'm on. Also. And maybe I'll send you a quick, quick little, like, VIP. Mars, I have to take so much pride in things being original. Like it's so bad for me. Like I, know. I, I like I can't. I understand. Like I, I just like understand. creatively. Like I just I want everyone to know it was me. I get it. I don't want anyone to think I copied anyone. It was original. It was created <laughs> by me. I get the credit. I'm the original. <laughs> don't you forget it. And I don't want any ifs ands and buts. So I'm not no buts about it. Water it up for nobody by yeah. giving them the opportunity. Be like, oh, that's like so-and-so. Okay, no. Then mine is out of the running. <laughs> I'm going to be the original. I'm going to create a whole new piece, bitch. How about that? I feel that. Uh-uh. No I get it. Cat here. I get it. I get it. I get it. It ain't my it. soul. Mm-hmm. It ain't my telephone bell. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like I will say, though, I feel like Leo would be like, and Libra would be like, uh, that's easy. Watch me do that like better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. I feel I like, like Leo wouldn't. I feel like they would. I don't think Leo would. Really? Yeah, I don't. I feel like Leo doesn't like copying people. They like to be the original. No, okay, yeah. I mean not in the sense of copying, but I feel like they would be like, I see you and I could I raise you. Exactly. And in some ways they're doing the same thing, but they're making it better. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, for sure. And that's the energy I feel like. I see that. You know what I'm saying? You know? I can see that. I'll raise you. Happy Leo season. Um, Happy birthday to all the Leos out there. I feel like we said in our last video, but if you're watching this video, like, yeah, happy birthday to you. You a star. Yeah. And I want you to shine extra bright, baby. And everyone else in Leo season, (laughs) I said in our last video, I survived cancer season. I did that. (laughs) And like, I don't know who else did, but you did that and we did that. Right. Um, You know, cancer season, as a fellow water sign, I feel like I need to speak my truth. I have been a victim to other water sign seasons. Yeah. In ways that probably other people may be, like, it's harder for them because they don't deal with emotions. But, like, as a water sign myself, it still hurts, I have to say. Um, I've cried a lot. And, you know, while it was healing, I'm ready to not give a fuck about nothing, nobody, and just be a fiery bitch. You know, as a non-water sign, I find that very um, heartwarming and, like, comforting. But don't think that, like, I was, like, dying. Yeah, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but just to know that water signs were like, you know, just have like a little friend. like sweat. She knows that was <laughs> you know, like even just to know that you're sweating it a little makes me feel better because like I wish I'm, I was like, sweating. I was drowning. Dying. Okay, yeah, me all the time. Like yeah, that's true. all the time. I feel you. You know? It's just like cancer and Pisces energy for me as a Scorpio. Like, while they're just, I'm so <laughs> happy for them for just being so openly open okay, about yeah. their feelings. Yeah. Um, I just feel like sometimes there's a time and a place, and during Cancer and Pisces season, I don't know the time and the place. <laughs> <laughs> there is no time and the place, and I just cry and I cry and I cry, probably because I have a lot of crying to do. Um. And I think as I've gotten older, this is probably good, but, like, I feel like I'm just getting more tears are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Which probably means that, like, my heart chakra is open and I'm releasing and I'm not judging myself. But it's just very tiring. Do you guys feel tired after you cry a lot? I feel like I feel so tired. Oh, yeah. Because it just, it took so much out of me and I get, like, a headache. I get, like, I legit get a dehydration headache every time I cry because, y'all, I don't just cry like, oh, there's a little tear. I cry. That's yeah. my best friend. Have you not been around me when I cry? Yeah, no. How many times I do like I just it like almost pour? Is like almost like a vomiting sensation yeah. of like how so much is being repelled. Yeah. You know? And then afterwards you're like, fuck, like I need water. Like I'm dehydrated. Like I gave a lot 
just now to like get all of that out. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how at least I feel when I cry during cancer season. Oh yeah, well that's me. That's what I mean. Like all the time for me. Yeah, like when I cry, like I don't know how to cry. Like just like a few little cute tears. Life (laughs) is hard. Like oh my god. Like I'm just like it may start that way and then yeah, and it always ends with a tsunami. Yeah, especially during cancer season. I feel like y'all just like. Put it all out there for me, um, and I don't really care who's there. <laughs> Usually, I care who's there and whether I can cry that much. But during cancer season, I don't care who's there. I'm crying. Yeah. Even if you ask me, like, "Are you okay?" That's when my voice starts trembling. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say during like every other season, which is eleven other seasons. <laughs> I'm pretty good at hiding it because even during yeah. Pisces season, I'm emotional, but I, um, I'm better at like verbalizing it. During Cancer season, I can verbalize it maybe because it's cardinal water. So, yeah, like, it just all pours just out, raw. and just there like, is no me there. talking about it through my like you know rose colored glasses, mm-hmm. trying to rationalize or being aggressive it. with my feelings. Yeah. like Scorpio season, like during Cancer season, it's just tears, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, watch me soak. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny for as a as a fire sign. I feel like for whatever reason, Scorpio energy and like Scorpio season is a little bit easier for me to digest. Yeah. Than Cancer or Pisces. I feel like, yeah, I get very teary eyed, very much in my emotions, and very much woe is me. <laughs> and in Scorpio season, I kind of just wanna like I can be woe is me, but I wanna end shit and I feel more empowered yes in my power to like end things then lost as i do sometimes in pisces and cancer season yeah you know like i feel like i'm just like oh these are my emotions and i don't know what to do with them and they feel very overwhelming in pisces and cancer season and in scorpio i'm like yeah i'm just sick of this shit yeah. <laughs> and i and even if i don't fully know what to do i'm gonna make a decision right kind of thing it's right. the energy that i personally feel like it's very final you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like I feel like Scorpio season is very much, like, final. Mm-hmm. So how can you not make your peace with it? It's like, even if it's the wrong choice, you went hard for that wrong yes, choice. You did. Yes, <laughs> So there is no going back. And honestly, I feel like it's, it's, it's almost – but is it wrong? Because you ended it during Scorpio season, a time when finality is in the cards. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to say, like – if you felt the urge to end it during Scorpio season, don't try to bring it back another season. You know? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like sometimes people are like, Try to me. resuscitate. <laughs> me. People. Me. People, you. Um, I'm sure me in the and past, others as well. I would like Speak very, <laughs> be like, I'm sick of your shit yeah. during Scorpio season, you know? And almost I'd be like really hard and aggressive in a way that I was like, that wasn't fully like me, so maybe I should, like, I could entertain it again. Like, oh no, you know, I'm being honest. And, yeah, no, I feel and it. then other seasons, it would, like, I'd be like, oh, because I was so, I was a little too harsh. That's, maybe that's I didn't, so huh? funny. Because, like, that's just how astrology works. And it's, I resonate with what you're saying, just not in the right, in that season. Like, for me, it, as a Scorpio, it's, like, Taurus season. Oh, Isn't that so funny? Like, for me, I feel like during Taurus season is when I'm a little bit, like, a little really sensitive sensitive mm. and mm. like almost like oh like okay like that's just how I am like it's fine <laughs> <laughs> like I just feel almost like weak yeah more like and I'm not on. saying I'm that's like that's it. exactly like yeah. that's not I'm not comparing like Taurus energy to being weak but I'm saying as a Scorpio Taurus season is also another season where I feel really vulnerable mm-hmm. and maybe that's because it's like your sister sign season um and you kind of see like where you're lacking and i feel like during taurus season it's usually when i start to like understand like mm, these are all the things i value these are all the people i value if any of these things are taken away from me i will feel so mm. lost it brings up more exactly and my south node is also in taurus mm. so like mm-hmm. in previous lifetimes like what i'm comfortable with is taurus energy my north node is in scorpio so, like, what I'm supposed to be seeking is Scorpio energy. How I will feel the most uh, fulfilled in this lifetime is if I follow Scorpio energy. And this has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a Scorpio. Like, my North Node just happens to be in Scorpio. So, you know, a little lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that, exactly. Because, like, 
Taurus is like values, things you have, and Scorpio, like you just need to be okay with losing shit. Because yeah. like all the things that are actually valuable are not tangible things. That's what Scorpio energy understands. Yes. It's emotional bonds. It's deep things. <laughs> it's not things that you can just like point at, touch, feel. Yeah, um, that's funny. And yeah, I feel like during tourist season, I don't think yeah. about those things. All I think about is the people I have and like the things I have and what if they're taken away from me. And yeah. it makes me feel really raw because that's not the normal energy I operate with. Yeah. Usually I know, like, I have people or I have connections, you know? Yeah. As a Scorpio. Like, I know what I bring to the table as a as a valuable friend, partner, whatever. But I feel like during tourist season, I get, I get a little in my head about it. Mm. Like, do people value me? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's – I mean, your sister signed obsessive about, like, their their unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? In their protective nature. So I find that interesting where it's like in their in their sign, you're thinking or extra heightened about the things that Yeah. You maybe are like kind of insecurities to you too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What would you say about like your sister sign, Gemini? Is there like a certain feeling that you feel during Gemini season? I that you've like been noticing? Yeah. I <laughs> Okay. Yes. I feel like, interestingly enough, and we've talked about this with Sag, that during Gemini season, while I love to, like, hang out with people and do the things, I can expend myself too much. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have a boundary to say, like, I don't have the energy to go hang out with my friends today. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not good to say, like, you're, you can't say no. Do you get what I mean? You're available. Yeah, I'm too available. Yeah. <laughs> and it's harder for me because I do just want to hang out with my friends and, like, have a good time. And I will yeah. overly pack it. And then at the end of Gemini season, I'm like, fuck. You're like, tired. I'm bent. Like, I'm spent. Like, yeah, same. And low-key, I have a little attitude with my friends because I've been hanging out with you too much. And I didn't set the boundary, you know? You have something to say? No, <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like I'm I can see like, that about myself during Sagittarius season she too. She don't get sick of me. You know me. what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, you're annoying. I never get sick of her. Yeah, I don't get sick of her either. Ever. It's almost weird. Like, it's kind of disgusting. I know. And I already have like three other sisters, but like somehow you're my <laughs> fourth sister that I needed. <laughs> we were separated at the womb. We are twins. Even though we're a year apart. And Ooh. born in different countries. Yeah, we're, we were an experiment. <laughs> On some of the boy shit, but like no, not literally. bad. Compound like, this no, no. <laughs> Better, better the Umbrella Academy. No, on I want to be no wanna, because they're like no, they're all cool. born in the. But, different, I, but no, you can't compare the boys <laughs> to the Umbrella Academy. No, I gotta go from the boys to the Umbrella Academy. No, I was just thinking of a true situation. No, I know from I know. the premise. You know me, I'm so <laughs> I'm like. They don't hate. She said the boys is better. <laughs> if you don't compare me, compare me right. <laughs> The Leo. <laughs> she said, I am Homelander, and don't you forget it, <laughs> If you think I'm that evil and you're still here, I don't know, like, how I could ever fuck up. I could never fuck up. No, it's literally, you she read that clip where he, like, <laughs> fucking kills someone at the end. No, and he's you, like, my favorite clip is when his son is like, I don't want to, and he pushes him off into the fucking pool. Oh, yes. Anyway, no, I'm not homeless. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, death rapidly approaching. If anything, I'm butcher because he likes. He's an, he's an underdog, and he likes a long con, and he's getting his revenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like. Anyway, it. I don't know what happened here. 
<laughs> we digress. <laughs> My cheeks hurt from having so much fun. I hope you've it's Leo all... season. <laughs> okay, I hope you've all watched The Boys. No, if you guys haven't watched The Boys, like... Like, stop watching it and go do you that guys, right now. Guys, it's like at the back. top of my list, like, favorite show ever. I'm not playing. Right. Like, it's up there for me. Yes. It's up there for me. really, really good. With, it's like, Game so of Thrones and, like, so all different. my other shit. Yeah. It's an iconic piece. Okay. <laughs> Speaking <It's> of... <laughs> iconic. <laughs> it's iconic and it's hot. Pieces. Um, okay, so I watched a new show on Apple TV recently. Oh, I love Apple TV. They have some good shit. They be having some good shit. Okay, and it's called Loot. It has Maya Rudolph. Wait, I've heard of this. Okay. You think Steve Jobs is making these shows okay, in the wait, afterlife? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> He's alive. On the first episode, I was like, this is loosely based off of Jeff Bezos and um, his wife and how they divorced and she got like billions of dollars. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. Oh, me too. And remember, <laughs> I, I, I distinctively <laughs> remember you telling me, like, okay, after that big divorce happened, she started, like, donating to all yeah. these charities and stuff yeah. like that. Like, again, this is ba- loosely, very loosely, like, really nothing specific, but She said it's a close reenactment of everything that <laughs> happened between Jeff Bezos and his wife. <laughs> and you can get your first look on Apple TV+. <laughs> You know, it's funny though because I realize that Apple kind of does that, like the good, uh, the Good Morning Show. With, oh yeah, uh, Jennifer. The Anderson, Morning Show. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's a Good Morning Show. The Morning Show. The Good Morning Show. Love that show. Um, it was based off of like again, loosely based off of true events about some like you know disgusting male reporter who's. I being mean, let's be honest. I mean, is that a one-off disgusting. thing? Because no, I feel like not. about ninety percent of male reporters or anyone that's Fix. a man is a creep. Thanks. And if you're good, you wouldn't be offended by what I just said. Facts. Because you know y'all be weird. He ain't nasty, ain't nasty. Not all of you, but, you know, your brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Your cousins, your uncles. (laughs) Exactly. Your boss or your CEO. And I just want to say put them in check. Your politician and your hoe. I just want to say put them in check. You know, Sarah and I were talking about this earlier today. Let's be real. Your life would suck without women. Okay. You, I mean, I don't even need, really, how about really me suck. just making it a little easier for you? Really suck. You wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for you a woman. Wouldn't. So I don't even know why we need to go further than that. So just put some like, respect on Like, you name. wouldn't even have the ability to speak to your case about why we're wrong <laughs> if a woman wasn't here. Right, we gave you that to right. To produce, you know what I mean, to have you be here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you are our sons. Mm-hmm. As Nikki said. Mm-hmm. Even if you are not my son, you are my son. You are, by you know? default. Because yes. I got something to teach you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a question that okay. I feel like I just want to discuss. Because I, like, I see it so often discussed in like shows or like people talk about it. And I want to hear the two people that I care about the most <laughs> Me talk about it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Maya, mm-hmm. quick on your feet. Does money change people? Or bring out who they really are. Ooh. Bring out who they really are. All right. Speak on it. Okay. So. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm one of the people who believes that you, like, you're kind of set in your ways as a child. You mm-hmm. know? And it's really hard to like break people out of that mold. And you really have to work very hard mm-hmm. to get out of that mold. So. I feel like they have money now to flex on people and try and show out in new ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really what it is. Like they have new platforms and venues to flex and show how they really are. Because I feel like it's really just like amplifying. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I feel like I think it. <laughs> yeah, it brings out who you really are. How could it not though? You know what I mean? When you have power in your hands, you're typically operating from a place of comfort like I can do what I want because no one's gonna stop me therefore I'm gonna live my truth Mm -hmm. a lot of times actually people change how they're acting when they are lacking because Mm -hmm. they need to get what they want from people that part so when you are acting from a place of power from from a place of having money you don't really need to get anyone's approval you don't really need anyone to do what needs to be done. You just do what you want to do. So mm-hmm. how can that not be exactly who you are? That's right. my thing. Yeah. I mean, it's... 
operating how you always wanted to operate. Yeah. No, nobody can tell you what to do anymore. You know, at the end of the day, for a lot of people, money means no consequences and yeah. having lots of options. They can make a lot of things you know? go away. Exactly. Um, they don't really got to talk to nobody that they don't want to talk to, mm-hmm. even if they did them dirty, mm-hmm. even if they fucked them over. Like, you don't really have to because you can have your people take care of that. Yeah. I feel like it also can potentially make you very um, fake because you don't really have to, because of how much, how many people people with money have at their disposal that at their disposal that work for them i feel like they don't really have to show up in their life yeah um they can just pay someone a lawyer oh friend or whatever like just tell them that's what i meant yeah oh assistant well you know what i meant like you are not really making not everyone with money but a lot of people with money can just take a back seat and let um people that they're paying friend or not friend yeah take care of their life for them yeah and i feel like uh, it's harder to lie when you're the one that has to speak up and like say what happened and say how you feel for sure because you have to look the person in the eye for sure it's wild to me how people um with money get these big shot lawyers and like they don't even talk unless their lawyer tells them what to say have you noticed mm-hmm. that in shows and shit like usually like the person with the you know um, with the best lawyer, the lawyer usually is doing most of the talking. It's the people with, you know, lawyers that are maybe are not as good that are like talking from a place of passion. Like, no, I didn't do that. Like, da 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 da. Like, this is what happened. When you have more money, that lawyer is doing most of the talking for you. Yes, I've always noticed that. Yes, I think that's very interesting. I feel like when sometimes people get to a certain level, they can be empathetic to the struggle that they personally had too yeah you know and they look unempathetic or empathetic unempathetic sorry unempathetic yeah to their own struggle or people who are then going through that struggle you know when i I feel like it's because they want to like fit in i i don't know i feel like there's people that there's old money and there's new money yeah what i mean and sometimes i not everyone but i feel like sometimes people um with new money they kind of want to impress the people with old money so they'll even be a little bit more douchey and rude and just, you know what I mean? Yeah, feel like they have something to prove. Exactly, like. just to be accepted. And it's like, if you have your own, whatever that may be, and you are proud of what you have and what you have ac- accumulated in life, like, why does it matter if other rich people see what you have? Like, right. that's something I've never understood. It's like, Granted, I'm not filthy rich, so I can't be like, I would never. I mean, I don't think I would, but I'm trying to put myself in um, their headspace of like, if you are happy with what you have, why do you still need to be accepted by people? Well, and that's actually that has nothing to do with just being rich, just in general in life. If you are truly happy with what you, what you have, like, why are you still comparing what you have with other people? Like, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. You and know maybe what I mean? they feel threatened because they know they really didn't get it. On their own. On their you know, own. Or like, like sometimes off of people truth. just aren't, no matter what, they're not happy. You know what That's I mean? That's also very and that, true. And that comes from a really deep, dark place. It's like mm-hmm. no matter what you get, like you're just chasing this high. Right. And a lot of people deal with that. Rich people, old money, new money, there's just certain people that like no matter what you have, you're not happy. And it's like no matter what you get, you still won't be happy because it starts from within. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's hard in this life, honestly, though. It is. I I sometimes look at the reality we live in in this world and, like, how can you not want more all the time? Like, you have to be very grounded and very, very honest with yourself about, like, where your desires come from. For sure. And I feel like you can have, at the end of the day, all the money in the world, a good roof over your head family, boyfriend, whatever, whatever it is that, you know, you deem as good, but you still don't feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still don't feel happy inside. So I want to leave space for those people too, even if you're fucking filthy rich, you know? Because I mean, like, it starts with you. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of times I think people just like skip some steps and they think, well, I've gone through some shit. I'm insecure. Life sucks. I went through heartbreak, whatever it may be. But you know what? I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to become the best at this. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to become the best at whatever it is that, you know, you're good at. And they don't work on those steps that like have to do with like self-love, community, passion projects. They just go right into the sphere of like making money. 
mm-hmm. and just, you know, working their ass off. And while that may be good, but once you get to the top of like, you know, being the best at whatever your role is in your career and you still feel unfulfilled, you're going to come to realize, all right, there were a few steps there that I skipped just because I wanted to feel fulfilled in this area of my life. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel that. Mm-hmm. Or you're just, I think it also happens, like, I'm not a mom, but from experiences I've had with moms, they put their everything into their family. And then maybe their kids grow up, or maybe before they grow up, they start realizing, hey, like, I don't do the things I used to do anymore. So, like, it it doesn't have to just be about career. It can be about anything. And yeah. not just about women, like men, too. You know, we focus on um, a certain theme in our life, and then once we achieve that, we start noticing the emptiness in, in mm-hmm. the other aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. We nitpick almost. We do. And it's like, can you not like live for a second happily in your accomplishments or just like also or just, be or just happy live sometimes. a life? Yeah, or just be happy sometimes with the mundane. You know, I, mm. I feel like a lot of the time people are not okay being bored. Yeah. You know, I feel like us as a society, a society needs to be more okay with like being bored and sitting with yourself and like literally doing nothing. Yeah. Like a lot of us are very unhappy sitting alone with our thoughts and I don't blame you for that. I blame a lot of our society and the media, but we could be doing things to make it better too, you know? Absolutely. When everything is working against us, like we need to be actively working harder to like combat it, you know? Yeah. Because – yeah, I just feel like mm. society doesn't want you to win and having money doesn't make things necessarily better. Yes, it makes things easier. Like I'm not a rich ass person. I would imagine that a lot of my problems would be better if I had a lot of money. But also I know that not everything would be fulfilled with money. Yeah. You know, and I feel like a lot of people think everything would be okay if they had money. And mm-hmm. I know that that's not the case. I think it's just the biggest F you to you when you tell yourself, well, if I had more money, everything would be good. And then you get all the money in the world that you could yeah. ask for and you're still not good. I think like that probably that like reality check in that moment, it is probably very triggering. Um, and it does probably humble you because you're probably sitting there like, okay, so now what? I have all the money in the world. Like, who's going to fix me? Right. You know what I mean? And then, you know, the, you, you have to come right. to your senses and realize, like, well, you got to fix you. And, like, right. if you want better for you, you have to nurture your relationships. You have to value yourself. You have to do the hard work. You have to prioritize your mental health. Like, mm-hmm. money is great and all, but, like, spirituality, you can't pay for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your dreams will still haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> Your relationships will keep recurring in negative ways. Yeah. <laughs> for real. So I wanted to talk about something that I saw that I feel like is very important for us to briefly speak on this channel. I saw that the suicide helpline is changing. So oh. it's going to 988. Like people can just dial 988. And it will connect you to someone oh, who is yeah. there who will help you speak through any type of situation you're going through, any type of stress you're going yeah. through. So I just wanted to speak on that. I feel like 988. 988. Yes. I like that because that's like you can easily memorize that. Yes. Too. You know? Kind of like 911. Exactly. It's just it's a it's very ju- similar it's emergency. Ju- exactly. And I love that. There's an easy number to call just yeah. like 911, but now there's a service like that for your mental health. No, it's it's you know? so important because, you know, 911 is usually like about something physical happening. Yes. And like, to be honest, your mental health is just as important as your fucking physical health. Right. And I mean, I think it's important too for it to have a separate line from the 911 oh, because yeah. – just the numbers itself. like No, for sure. I mean, yeah, there's a different connotation behind it in my opinion. And also – Whoever's answering also exactly. has a different approach. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like to me, I have a very negative connotation about police. Like also someone who has called 911 before, they're not necessarily warm and fuzzy when you're going through a very stressful, panicking time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And when the suicide helpline, you know, they're they're prepared for people who are mentally in distress. And I feel like there needs to be more officers and people like that out there on the fields helping when police officers go out too, you know, because there's a lot of more mental health issues that police officers have to go out for. They don't that know how to don't, handle. They don't know how to handle and they really shouldn't be handling. I mean, they're you know too I mean? aggressive. Way too aggressive. Like, uh, never understand. have I felt emotionally validated by a police officer right. or a security guard. No. Like, they're literally the most aggressive people and like, if you think about it, they're there to physically, supposedly, they're supposed to physically protect you. Um, But like, just, so like, this, just their stance, the way they're acting, it's very much like, mm, right. I'm like rough and I'm tough and mm-hmm. I'm going to handle and it's like when you're going through something that is um, mentally and emotionally stressful you don't need someone that's physically like <gasps> no like I need someone who's going to kind of uh, be a little bit softer and gentle with me who can understand where I'm coming from <laughs> maybe respond back in a way that makes me feel heard and validated and yes. safe you need um, to de-escalate the situation, not yeah. escalate it with your presence and, and I your feel weapons. Like police officers, that is the first thing on their resume is yeah. that I can escalate a situation faster than anybody. Oh, one hundred percent. That's that's what they do. They do. Like, please, officer, how am I here and I need to calm you down? Like, like you are stressing me out. Right. You're crazy. And I'm just very happy for people who maybe struggling in a time who no longer have to call the police. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can call someone else Honestly. and they will help try and talk you through it, you know, which I think is really great. And also I'm very happy to see this because I feel like it shows that like very slowly, oh dear God, our nation is like changing a little bit, like just a little oh, bit. Yeah. In that sense, like, there's so many ways that we are going backwards. But the fact that we now have a helpline and, like, people are talking more openly about mental health, I think is so good. Yeah. You know? And it destigmatizes – it destigmatizes it. It makes it hopefully more accessible and easier for people to go and seek help when they need it. hmm Okay. So – I don't know if you saw this, but a few people, a few of my friends sent me this TikTok of a Drake-themed bachelorette party. Oh, what? And it was lit. Do I need to do this for you or what? I mean, the fact that you have to say this for you to even like have that as an option. I'm like, do you know me? Like, how's that not on your list already, bitch? I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. Be creative. (laughs) Do better. Do your research. No, but I just, I died because literally different friends from different friend groups were like, Sarah, like, look. I'm like, you bitches know me. You bitches know me. Okay, so what they do, what they do to make it Drake bachelor. Oh, like it was just iconic. Yeah. Like they had like balloons. Oh, like Drake face balloons. balloons. Oh my god. Yeah, like just like hella Drake shit. Okay, that's cute. No, it was actually really great. It's cute. I'm so happy for her, wherever she is. (laughs) Whoever was that bride, I see you, I value you. Me and you would do great things. Okay, so let's talk about some astrology facts. Quick facts. <laughs> and quick reminder <laughs> that we found this on Instagram and we are actually just giving our opinions if we agree upon it or not. Okay? We didn't create this list. Okay? No responsibility. Right. None. Just whatsoever. the way I like it. I release if you like myself. It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't, it wasn't me. Right. It wasn't me. <laughs> It wasn't trying to call me again. We are actually on that demon time. Yes, we are. It's late. Okay, anyway. so. Okay, quick I'm fact. half asleep right now. I want everyone to know. <laughs> Libra thrives with others. Duh. Yeah. I mean, do we need a fucking fact to know that? Seventh house, it's relationships, true. the other, Aries, self, Libra, sister sign, the other. Libra thrives based on their a fucking relationships. It needs another person. Libra, Libra can't even go to the bathroom in a restaurant by you themselves. Need, 
they are a scale. They yeah. need another side of the scale. It's true. You know? They need to bounce it off of you. <laughs> they need to be like, are you okay with this? And like your DMV ladies, like, I just need you to sign that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, so we're in agreement. <laughs> yeah, like, so everyone's okay with this, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, yes, Libra. Yeah. like, great, baby. As long as we're all okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only then can I move forward. No, literally. Only then. And I'll still come back and check on you. Right. Three more times. <laughs> like, are you okay? Are you I know why you left, but like, I love you. <laughs> okay. This one, opposite. Interesting. Because Venusian. Um, Taurus thrives alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Thor, Thoris. Thoris. <laughs> the Thoris. <laughs> Just gets you with the Thoris and go be. No. Be alone with you, the Thoris. <laughs> no, but actually, yes, Torians love being alone in their bedroom. Like, they really don't need you there. They are comfortable. Yeah. Like, it reminds them of being in their mother's wound by themselves. <laughs> they want to be in the womb by themselves. <laughs> they don't need you. No, for Chances sure. Chances are you annoy them. Your yeah. presence, the way you do things. So They're very special. comfortable with their habits and the way they do things. And I feel like the more people that are involved, the more they'll feel the need to like be like, oh, the way you do shit annoys me. Yeah. No, it's true. It's funny though because I feel like on the flip side, not that Libra thrives alone, but I feel like everything you were saying, like you could kind of say for Libra too. <laughs> alone? No, not alone. Just that um, they can get – uh, annoyed with people very easily in the situations, and yeah. even though they play it off like nicer, like yeah, they, they have they their... easily get annoyed too, and it's like they don't thrive alone. But deep inside, I feel like sometimes maybe they wish they would be alone, but they're too afraid to actually be alone. Yeah, is what I'm ultimately saying. I could see that. <laughs> I could see that because they honestly, when Libra learns to be alone, they do great things. They do, and when Taurus goes outside, they do great things. Right? Uh, they could learn from each other. They really can. I want everyone to find someone that is your opposite slash sister sign. And I want you to find someone that shares the same planet um, as you, like mm-hmm. what your ruling planet is. So Libra, Taurus, both ruled by Venus. So whatever planet rules over your sign, find someone that also has that because you just understand each other in different ways. Like I'm a Scorpio. I get along with Tauruses. I understand them. I learn from them. But I also really understand um, Aries people too because we're both Martians and I understand why they feel the need to fight. Mm-hmm. You know? Same for me as Sagittarius. I understand Pisceans in that way with that mm-hmm. Jupiterian energy. You know? So yeah, I find that that's interesting about Venus though is that she can do very well in groups but also likes to be alone and yeah. likes to appreciate, you know, and mm-hmm. love on herself in her alone time. Mm-hmm. She's a double-sided queen, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Venusian. Okay, next. Yes, this is an easy one. Capricorn values power. Is <laughs> <laughs> this like the kindergarten version of fucking Zodiac sign? Okay, I feel like there's some down below that are Libra like, oh, values others. Scorpio loves sex. Sagittarius <laughs> loves traveling. Capricorn loves power. Aquarius loves freedom. Pisces loves sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I could go. I could make my own list. It's true. The Pisces one is actually weird. It says Pisces is most savvy, which I feel like is weird. (laughs) Oh, you savvy with it. Right. With the feet. (laughs) Flexible, baby. Y'all be doing shit with the feet. Oh, my God. You be making it work with the feet? They be making it work with the feet? Who needs hands when you got feet? (laughs) Who needs hands? That's it. <laughs> Getting lit. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, Capricorn dominates. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. like it's like values, power is an understatement. No, they are honestly, power, they are, Scorpio. they are. It's power time, baby. <laughs> power, power yeah. up. You look. Just Google <laughs> pictures of fucking goats. Like they're just like, how are you climbing that straight ass wall? Like how are you going to the top? Nobody right. else they can climb scared. that. They, and they just keep going. Capricorns are that. Right. They don't look back. They're not scared of heights. They don't need you. I'll call you when I'm at the top. I'll let you know what floor I'm on. Also. And maybe I'll send you a quick quick little like VIP. 
<laughs> I really appreciate Capricorn because I feel like they're similar to Scorpio. It's like, what I said is fact. It is true. It is done. <laughs> and I don't need you. Exactly. <laughs> like, it literally almost doesn't matter. No, it's true. <laughs> you know? And and it's kind of scary. I mean, But I, I really respect it. It's that scary thing again where it's like, hmm, I don't need you. You know what I mean? Do I want you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't need you. Here's the other thing. We love thing. doing things by ourselves. We should be toxic. I feel like they're, Capricorn has no problem, obviously, being the boss. And there are a lot of people who are just like floating through life. Yeah. You know, and looking for a boss. Yeah. <laughs> a daddy. Yes. And Capricorn is ready always to be that for you if you want it. Are you ready to be that you know for you? I mean? But then also let you know, like, hey, I see that you're holding that big bag of power and you don't know how to use it. Yeah. And I have teach you. used my power yeah. since the beginning of time. I'm going to teach you how to use that mm-hmm. and harness that mm-hmm. without, you know, being weird about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I love it. Capricorn, you know how they say, like, if you're presenting in front of an audience, um, look back. I don't know if you ever heard this, but look back at the wall. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's essentially the same thing, I feel like, with Capricorn energy. If you want to present yourself in the best way, if you want to go after what you want, if you want to be powerful, stop looking people in the eye. You know, not actually, but you know what I mean. Like, just look at the wall. Don't notice what's going on in the audience. Like, just focus on your goals. Focus on your path. Who cares what everyone else mm-hmm. has to say? Who cares how people are looking at you? Just look at the blank wall behind you. Imagine people in their right. underwear. All that shit people right. tell you when they're talking about giving a speech and how to, you know, kind of tune out the judgment of people. And mm-hmm. I feel like Capricorn energy is really good at that. I don't care what people have to say. I'm really good at tuning them out. I see the top and that's where I'm going. Yes, they send it. They send their energy out. And that's why I love when people say, yeah, look at the back wall or the side wall. Because it's like, look through the people. Look past and beyond what is happening. And I feel like Capricorn gets that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're comfortable doing that. It's like, yes, we are here, but let's look beyond. Let's look past and further and higher. Yeah. To grow. Absolutely. Because I've felt constricted so much in my life. But I want more. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I feel like that's too where they're moving from. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's another corny quick fact about Sagittarius. And it says we value knowledge. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. Sag is the knowledge seeker. Mm-hmm. The teacher wants to know what they should teach about. <laughs> <laughs> we got to gather the materials, exactly. baby. <laughs> I feel like you guys, like, obviously you guys are horny for travel and, like, being um all over the place but that doesn't come from like nothing i feel like whatever you guys find in your travels y'all want to share it with people you want people to know hey this is what i learned when i was over there and it's gonna change your life and i think you should know what i learned because i think it's my purpose to change us to change the world (laughs) to be who you were meant to be Yes. Meanwhile, like your four-year-old niece is sitting there, like coloring, okay. uh, rolling their eyes. Like, so what are you even saying, dear God? But like, I when cry. Savage has something to share, something they learned, like the light that goes off in y'all's eyes. <laughs> you guys yeah. are like so, it's so horny for yeah, it. You guys, you guys are like, I, I learned something today, yeah. and I need to tell you about it. Oh my gosh! You know what's funny? Okay, you know this. One of my favorite quotes to live by is like if you laughed cried and learned something new it was like a successful day is that yeah. not the most Sagittarius thing no ever? it really is that's <laughs> the most Sagittarius thing ever and it's so true right like I feel like that's a really great day uh, the other thing I wanted to say though because you were speaking about how like you know Sag is in their travel and they love it I feel like sometimes that is like not fully respected because I feel like we travel and when people travel you gain empathy for new people and new cultures Agreed. and lifestyles. You put yourself, you know? you're more worldly. Yeah. And I want more people to travel. Like, even if it's just out of your own city, like, please state, like, go outside please the country. do that. You are going to 
expand and grow so so much you mm-hmm. know and I love that about Sag because they are very expansive and open to new cultures and lifestyles and different ways of thinking and I want more people to do that and I feel like the best way to do that is yeah through travel when you physically put yourself in a new space yeah you know and and you feel uncomfortable yourself I think that's something that's really key too you know yeah for sure for sure I feel like um obviously you feel the most comfortable at home base you know how to talk to people you know where to go for what if you are actively putting yourself outside of your comfort zone you are allowing yourself to grow yeah you know and like if you are not traveling well obviously you may not be traveling because of money reasons or whatever but i'm saying some people literally you actually could go live in like little communes you know what i mean literally no matter what you have the ability to travel and i I feel like um sag understands the power of yeah being around new people experiencing new things because ultimately it reframes your mind Mm -hmm. you know it's a paradigm shift you're able to see the world in a different way because of what you learned from a new culture. Yeah. From a new person, from a new environment. Yeah. It's really powerful stuff. For sure. And it's, I always like think about when I, you know, I was born in LA, if y'all don't know this about me. Um, and there are many people who I took to the beach for the first time. Yeah. Like people in LA, the beach ain't that far, <laughs> but had never been to the beach. And, like, even just that, you know what I mean? Literally just going to the next town, like, driving 30, 40 minutes. Like, you're going to see something completely different, usually probably from your own town, you know? So I want everyone to challenge themselves to do that because, like I said in the beginning, you gain empathy for people when you do that. And I feel like we need that so much as a society right now. We do. There's such a misunderstanding of who we are and who we are growing to be. And people are scared of it and it's because they're they they don't know you yeah know? also yes also everything it, you said yes <laughs> and you just also never know where's the next place that is the best environment for you to grow that part you know what i mean like yes. when you're when you just stay places because you're comfortable like you are really not giving yourself the chance to be a, in a space or in a place that you were meant to be mm-hmm. you know like you just have to take that chance and I know it's really scary and you don't know what's going to happen, but as a woman who has literally never stayed in one place for too long ever, not by choice, but that's just how my life has been as an immigrant, I feel like I love the high that I get when I live in a new place. Even though, like, I wish I could have a little bit more stability in my life, and I know I will have that later in my life, but thinking back on some of the best times in my life is when I moved somewhere new and seeing all the new things that I can experience and discovering all the new places. And, like, this is the new way I take to work or to school. Yeah. Oh, this is my favorite, like, grocery store. Like, this is where I go and hang out with my friends. This is my new favorite restaurant. Like, when you obviously live in a place that you're comfortable living in, you have all those things, but... Who's to say you can't find the same set of things in a new place? Yeah. And how cool would it be to have multiple places in the world that you have those things that? Right. You know? Yeah. You just have to, like, believe in the fact that, like, you are able to find, um, you know, your comfort and be grounded (laughs) in a new place. You don't have to be grounded in one place is what I'm really trying to tell the people. Totally. Being grounded comes from within. Um. So, yeah. And sometimes, I mean, usually the best things come out of stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, I can say that from experience. I moved out to San Francisco from high school by myself, basically. Like, I didn't know anybody out here. My grandparents lived out here, but I didn't have any friends when I came out to college. And it was the best thing because I met my best friend in the entire world. You know what I mean? But if I didn't have the courage to do that, like, it would have been easier for me to stay in, like, SoCal area, continue to live at my parents' house. And no shame for people who did that, but I just want to encourage y'all to don't be afraid to step out if you're afraid yeah. to. You know what I mean? Because I was scared, too. It's freaking scary. I bawled my eyes out the first night I was alone. Yeah, for but real. 
Again, the easy choice is not always the right, usually not correct, the right one. Correct. Usually not the right one. Correct. But I would literally cry by myself that night a thousand times over if it meant that I could be this girl's best friend. You know what I mean? Like, hands down. You just got to take the risk, baby. Shoot your shot, baby. You really do. do. it. There's love waiting for you. And also, like, you hate it. Go back. Bet you 99% right. of the time you're not going to hate it. Right. Just Bet try. you you're going to start falling in love with just this try. new person that has so much courage. You know what I mean? That this new you that you've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like when you start falling in love with the new versions of yourself, that is one of the most beautiful aspects of putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa, I've never seen me act like that. Right. Whoa, I've never seen me do that. Like, holy shit, like I'm, I'm changing. I'm loving who I'm becoming. Right. There's so many opportunities for you to be the best you, to meet great friends, to find the love of your life. Just Yeah, your dream if job. If you feel like, if this is, this is resonating, move. Yeah. <laughs> Get up and move. Leave yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? Seriously. Because, like, there's probably better things waiting for you in the next town. Yeah, y'all. I feel that full-heartedly. F- for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, y'all. Thank you for kicking it with your girls while we talk about a little bit of everything and more. Um, we love y'all so much. Like, we honestly appreciate you guys kicking it with us for like an hour, however long the podcast usually is. And just hanging with us while we yeah. talk about like anything we want to talk about and like really just record ourselves having a normal bestie conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, you're a part of that conversation, whether you're listening or watching. We appreciate the hell out of you. You know you are third. Yeah, we love you. Are you are third. And if you're new here, <laughs> we call our watchers slash listeners our thirds because mm-hmm. it's Miami, you. Thank you, third. baby. <laughs> We're going to link our social somewhere over here. If you're listening, um, go and check out our YouTube channel so you can find our socials on uh-huh. there. Check us out on TikTok. We really cute on there. Oh, we whatever. Uh, um, We hope you're loving and Rate and review as well. Oh, yes. Do all that. If you're listening, especially if you're listening on like a podcast, show, yeah, platform, we need you. YouTube, go rate and review right now, please. Yeah, like, are you listening? We love you. Okay. Um, we hope you're living your best life during this Leo season, and if you're not, you better start right now. Yeah, you hear the aggression in my voice. Be do it. dangerous. Do it. Um, be and sexy. be a little take control. <laughs> yeah, main character Just energy. Bit. Just a little bit. In a little bit of this, <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> that. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>